Each corresponding to the first five books of the Bible, the books of Moses, commonly known as the Pentateuch. In Psalm 1, we would be in the poetry of Genesis, and the psalmist writes this. Wonderful portion of scripture. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in season, and the leaf also shall not wither. And whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so. But I like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. This psalm describes very clearly two ways of life. That of one who is godly, the God-centered life is not hard to grasp in this psalm. It is God at our core. Divine authority is in control and human impulse is denied if it conflicts with God's word or God's will. Young Godly or Wicked, conversely, is human autonomy and full control. The psalmist does not give us a catalog of specific sinners like murderers or abusers or drug dealers. This description of a person is only one who has replaced God with the own seed of power. Fallen human intellect is in full control. 
ocean has no time for that. Your mighty husband eliminated an individual was left in a state of wickedness. In such a person there's no direction, no purpose but to please oneself and to feed purely human appetites. The psalmist divides humans into two categories and two categories only in this psalm. Godly and ungodly. It should not be missed that Jesus used the language and form of Psalm 1 in the Great Sermon on the Mount. Portion of it begins with blessed or happy. But Jesus in Matthew chapter 5, where the Beatitudes are, are written, enlarges on the psalm on the psalmist's general term beyond man. To describe those who are poor in spirit or humble. Those who are in mourning, those who are meek, hungry and thirsty for righteousness. Those who are merciful, those who are pure in heart. Peacemakers and those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. These are the traits of the godly person according to Jesus. These are the gospel's guiding principles for those who would occupy the kingdom of God. Maybe there should be the questions that we put on membership applications. Not that we would meet all of them at any given time, but that we are being discipled toward them these are the positive attributes of the blessed life or the blessed life. Those are the godly person. But there's a negative description that takes us beyond attitudes to actions. There are three negatively charged forms associated with living the blessed life. It is a person who does not walk, does not stand, does not sit, 
under the influence of three other groups of people, wicked, sinners, or scoffers. That's the line a person must cross to an ungodly life. In high contrast to this to godly life, as a commitment to the law of God. For them, God's law is not a burden, but rather a delight. And they will always have to be a line of separation, or there should be between the Christian and the worldly. There's a great deal of truth in your mind that we are in the world, but not of the world. We should take some comfort, and we should take some direction from the fact that Jesus was numbered among the transgressions. The transgressions according to Isaiah 53. So we don't have to be. What sinners? Almost absolute in our time, unless he's jokingly or insultingly, it sounds so pejorative. We've invented all kinds of verbal gymnastics to avoid calling anybody a sinner. We almost have to be a master or serial rapist to be called a sinner. The word in the Hebrew carries the meaning of a loud noise, a tumult, or even a riot. The godly, in contrast, are people of peace, people who do not cause trouble. The godly person is the one who is rejected. The general philosophy of this world draws authority from God and is right. On which you should meditate on a constant basis and love of our leader. Our dinner, a Christology professor from college for this. Used to ask me people what you gotta serve somebody. And then the line from Dylan said, it may be the devil, it may be the Lord. But the truth is we all are based on a philosophy of life. And that worldview is comprised 
voice of so many influences. The godly have their roots in the word of God. And that's the beauty for me of Jesus being called the word, the Logos, in John chapter 1. He is the finest revelation of God. The revelation of God through Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Now that line that I mentioned about meditating day and night, doesn't mean that we don't sleep. It doesn't mean we go about mumbling Bible verses constantly. But it does mean that the scriptures and the principles of the godly life are constantly with us, guiding every decision. In fact, the role of the Holy Spirit is to make us wise in applying the Word of God to life by educating our conscience, God, 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 and by growing the resemblance of Christ as we walk forward. The song is a point. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Now there's a note of caution I need to make about making godliness a burden rather than a blessing. My statement. Tells a compelling yet difficult story of a new convert in this church who was feeling a little bit intimidated by all the great Christians that he was surrounded with. Many of them had been diligent about their Christian walk for a long time, and were very mature and solid in their faith. So Stedman, in order to help him, performed a risky exercise. He read Paul's very uncomfortable sinners from 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 10 in a church service. And they read like this. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Not a fornicators, not idolaters, not adulterers, not feminine, not homosexuals, not thieves. 
the covetous, never crackers, never violence, no splendors, no inheritance of God.